Hey there, CEOs. It's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission, to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. You're listening to episode number nine of the She Who Dares podcast, and guess what? It is Christmas Eve, and I am so excited about it. I cannot wait for my girls to wake up tomorrow morning and see what Santa left under the tree because we have some big surprises in store this year, and I love it. I know you're probably bustling around the kitchen and making final preparations or running through the stores grabbing one last gift, so I planned a solo episode for today, and I'm going to keep it short and sweet. It's perfect for the end of the year as you look at what 2020 will bring and how you can grow your business. So let's dive in. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast, where you'll get a peek behind my brands into what it takes to make your passion a reality. Have you ever heard the term kill the duck? I didn't think so. I hadn't either until I was recently talking to a friend about his plans after graduating college. He's from Israel, and in their country, they have to serve in the military after high school before going to college. So he was an IDF officer for several years before coming to America to find the love of his life and settle into his studies. He's coming into a new season where he's just recently graduated and expecting their first baby, and he and his wife are praying about all of the possibilities for the next chapter of their life. He said, there's so many options, but I just want to make sure I'm not a duck. When he saw the confused look on my face, he explained that a duck can actually do a lot of things. It can swim, it can fly, and it can walk, but it's not actually great at any of them. It can do so many things mediocre but it isn't excellent at anything it does. In the military, they had the term kill the duck plastered on all of the walls for everyone to see to remind them that they should be excellent at a few things, not mediocre at a lot of them. Oh gosh, this hit my gut so hard. And the crazy thing is, I actually already knew this. I've always said, be incredibly amazing at one thing and let someone else be amazing at their thing. You don't need to be everything to everybody. But this past year, I've gotten away from that a little bit. We put our hands in a few too many buckets this year, and I am feeling it. In hindsight, I can see that we did all the things that we did made sense. Each of the things we jumped into this year all seemed to go together at the time. They all seemed to align. But in my gut, I knew a few of them just didn't, and I got overly excited and just jumped in way too fast. As I pondered over this term, kill the duck, for the last few weeks, I started to realize a few other things about ducks. Have you ever seen a duck floating along the water just kind of like looking like it all has everything together, just gliding along so peacefully? But what you can't see is actually under the water, they are paddling like maniacs just to stay afloat and just to get the little distance that they're going. And also, I mean, who likes the sound of a quacking duck? Is it not one of the most annoying sounds in all the world? I mean, please stop the quacking already. So at this point, you're probably thinking, Brandy, why the heck are we talking so much about ducks? I don't hunt. I don't eat ducks. 
and I really don't care about how well they can swim. But let me tell you, we can learn a lot about what not to do in business by learning from a duck. So let's look at three ways that we can avoid what I will call duck syndrome. The first one is ducks. Like I said, ducks are mediocre at a lot of things, but they're not great at any of them. Okay, so this one seems self-explanatory to me, but let me break it down a little bit anyway. When we focus on all of the things that we could do instead of one or two things that we're incredibly passionate about, we lose focus. We get tired. We get stressed. We get overwhelmed by all of the things, and eventually it will catch up with us. Our bodies are only designed to handle short bursts of stress and hustle. And then we have to take a break. We, we have to let our bodies rest. And then we can go again, full force. When we have too many plates spinning at once and an arm gets tired, plates will start to fall. So here's an example in our industry. Let's say you're a DJ and you are killing it. You are the best DJ. Your season is booked full. Your clients love you and you are making a great living. But then you start to see, hey, the rental inventory business is really hot and I love furniture. So I think I'm going to go ahead and start a rental company too. And that will help me with my low DJ season. So you start to build up your rental business. And then a friend comes along and says, my gosh, you are so great at designing weddings. You should totally start designing weddings too. And you think, you know what? I am really great at designing weddings and I kind of like it. And you know, the DJ company is on autopilot and the rental company is doing great. So I think I'm going to do this too. So you dive in, you take on a handful of clients and off you go. And everything actually seems great at first. You're doing it all. You are freaking amazing. And you can handle way more than the average person. You know that you're better. You're the best. You can handle it all. But then you have a soundboard gift ride the day of a wedding. And now you have to spend hours fixing it to get it working in time for the wedding. So you didn't get the proposal out for the design client that you were supposed to get to them that morning. So you stay up super late after your DJ gig working on that. And then you oversleep the next morning trying to set up for a rental order. <laughs> Seriously, this just took a turn for the worse, right? Everything can snowball so, so quickly. And obviously, I know this sounds a little crazy, but these are actually true stories. You need time to be able to deal with curveballs that come your way, to have downtime and refresh between events. To be excellent, you need time to hone your craft and continue your education. If you're so busy doing all of the things for your business, you won't ever have time to focus on the growth of your business. Okay, so let's move on to number two, right? So number two, we talked about ducks look like they're gliding along on the surface so serenely, but under the water, they're furiously paddling to keep all afloat. Okay, so this one's funny to me because I can't tell you the number of times I've actually felt exactly like this, right? You have to keep it together. You have employees, you have clients, you have friends, you have Instagram followers, and the list goes on. And they're all looking at you and they see this perfectly floating duck just gliding along the water overworked? No way. Not her. Too little sleep? Mm -mm. She clocks eight hours. I'm sure of it. What would make you think that? Everything is perfect. Everything is great. But really, behind the scenes, you are feverishly juggling just to keep all of the balls in the air. And what is this really accomplishing? 
It goes back again to being so involved in your business that you aren't taking any time to work on your business. You're running, you're swimming, you're paddling to make it all look like everything is perfect, but you are exhausted. And an amazing business owner needs to allow themselves time and space to work on the vision, the goal setting, the overall health and growth of their business. And if you are so busy paddling, you really won't get very far very fast at all. Okay, so number three is that quacking duck sound. Such an annoying sound. Ducks quack and complain and just make noise for the sake of making noise. I mean, what is the quacking anyway? This one I found super intriguing. Ducks have no direction, no real purpose, and run around all day making a crazy noise for no reason. In comparing this to how we act, Do you ever find yourself in a season of complaining? There aren't enough sales coming in. There are too many overly needy clients. You don't have the resources you need to do the job well. A vendor let you down. There are more clients than you can handle. And the list goes on. You know what this is like, right? But have you ever stopped for a second to think, what if I shifted my mindset? Instead of complaining about what I don't have, or how others have more than you, more followers, more employees, more contracts, so they have it easier. What if you shifted that focus to the things that are working? What if I shifted my focus from what can this do for me to how can what I do help someone else? Or when sales are down, for instance, instead of thinking, why don't people want to book me? What if we started thinking, how can I elevate my craft to stand out from the competition so clients will recognize that I am unique and engaging and I am fabulous at my craft? When I was doing some research on duck syndrome, there was a story I kept coming across time after time. And I honestly just have to share it because I think it is an incredible illustration of how a simple mindset shift from being a duck to being an eagle can not only change the growth of our business, but increase our happiness and mental health. I mean, did any of us quit our nine to five to become depressed, overworked, mediocre workers? I know I did not. So here's the story. Mr. Harvey was waiting in line for a ride at the airport. When a cab pulled up, the first thing Mr. Harvey noticed was that the taxi was polished to a bright shine. Smartly dressed in a white shirt, black tie, and freshly pressed black slacks, the cab driver jumped out and rounded the car to open the back passenger door for Harvey. He handed my friend he handed my friend a laminated card and said, I'm Wally, your driver. While I'm loading your bags in the trunk, I'd like you to read my mission statement. Taken aback, Mr. Harvey read the card. It said, Wally's mission statement, to get my customers to their destination in the quickest, safest, and cheapest way possible in a friendly environment. This blew Mr. Harvey away, especially when he noticed that the inside of the cab matched the outside, spotlessly clean. As he slid behind the wheel, Wally said, Would you like a cup of coffee? I have a thermos of regular and one of decaf. Mr. Harvey said jokingly, No, I'd prefer a soft drink. Wally smiled and said, No problem. I have a cooler up front with regular and Diet Coke, water, and orange juice. Almost stuttering, Mr. Harvey said, Well, then I'll take a Diet Coke. Handing him his drink, Wally said, If you'd like something to read, I have the Wall Street Journal, Time, Sports Illustrated, and USA Today. 
As they were pulling away, Wally handed another laminated card. These are the stations I get and the music they play, if you'd like to listen to the radio. And as if that weren't enough, Wally told Mr. Harvey that he had the air conditioning on and asked if the temperature was comfortable for him. Then he advised Mr. Harvey of the best route to his destination for that time of day. He also let him know that he'd be happy to chat and tell him about some of the sights or, if Mr. Harvey preferred, to leave him with his own thoughts. Tell me, Wally, an amazed Mr. Harvey asked the driver, have you always served your customers like this? Wally smiled in the, into the rearview mirror. Nope, not always. In fact, it's only been the last two years. My first five years driving, I spent most of my time complaining, like all of the rest of the cabbies do. Then I heard the personal growth guru, Wayne Dyer, on the radio. Wayne said, if you get up in the morning expecting to have a bad day, you will always, you will rarely disappoint yourself. Stop complaining. Don't be a duck. Be an eagle. Ducks quack and complain while eagles soar above the clouds and the crowd. That hit me right between the eyes, said Wally. Dyer was really talking about me. I was always quacking and complaining, so I decided to change my attitude and become an eagle. I looked around at the other cabs and their drivers. The cabs were dirty, the drivers were unfriendly, and the customers were unhappy. So I decided to make some changes. I put in a few changes at a time. When my customers responded well, I added more. I take it that's paid off for you, Mr. Harvey said. It sure has, Wally replied. My first year as an eagle, I doubled my income from the previous year. This year, I'll probably quadruple it. You were lucky to get me today. I don't sit at cab stands anymore. My customers call me directly for appointments on my cell phone or leave a message on my answering machine. If I can't pick them up myself, I get a reliable cabbie friend to do it and I take a piece of the action. Wally was phenomenal. He was running a limo service out of a yellow cab. Rest of the drivers quacked like ducks and had all the reasons not to make a different choice. When looking at something as broad as improving customers' experience, limit the number of areas that we want to make a difference. The focus should not be on overnight remodeling of the entire experience, but rather on improving piece by piece. This article I found on awesomeaj.com, and I'll, lo- I'll link it in the show notes because it is so good. I mean, don't we want to learn from Wally? I know I do. It really affected me this week when I was preparing for this episode and just thinking, do I wake up every morning thinking like a duck or do I think like an eagle? Do I know how to differentiate myself? Do I know how to soar above the rest and look at all the things I have and all the things that I can do to elevate my client experiences? Or do I just look at the things that I don't have? So don't don't get overwhelmed working in your business when you don't have time to work on your business. Be excellent at one to two things and let someone else be excellent at their thing. Successful business owners are going to take time to vision cast and grow their businesses because if you don't, no one else will do it for you. So really take time this week to think, what am I passionate about? What do I love? What would fill my cup when I do it every single day? And think about how can I be an eagle, not a duck? Have a what-can-I-do-for-you mindset. Strive to be different from the pack. Be better. Always be one step ahead. Watch the trends. Have a solution for your clients' pain points before they even know that they have them. And look for ways to create wow moments for your clients. 
I'd love to know how you relate to duck syndrome. Have you ever felt any of these creep creep in on you? And what changes will you make in 2020 to be more ego-minded? I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and thanks so much for listening to this episode of the She Who Dares podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the She Who Dares podcast. Interact with me and send me your questions by following me on Instagram and Facebook at at Gar. Looking for more? Visit our website, brandygar.com. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe, show us some love with a five-star review, and share it with a friend because sharing is caring and I care about you. See you next week. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed pro to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning question. When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do. And we can talk about it, think through it and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing. And if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. 
here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.